That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you, like falling through the ice, or being bit by a rabid dog, or being held hostage. Oof. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like forgetting your kid at school, or uh. showing up to work drunk, <laughs> or being stuck on a really terrible commercial shoot. Been there, done that. How about we lighten things up with a little theme song music? Do 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 do. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I am Danielle. I'm Christine. How's it going, Christine? It's going well. And for you? And for me? <laughs> Are we learning English as a second language? Are we doing English on Duolingo? No. But How I, is it for you? I might need to. How is it for me? That's the cute little boy voice. Um... Well, I went to a doctor's an eye doctor's appointment. Routine. Routine. I go every year because since the pandemic started, my eyesight has gotten terrible. That's happened to everyone, right? Have we all? I don't know. Got, Maybe we just all everyone of a certain age or something. Garen, has your eyesight gotten worse? Uh, it seems it has. I have new glasses coming as we speak. Yeah. Okay. So. I, is it because we've all just sunken into our devices even more? Or is, I have no are we idea. aging at a rate of like 10 times the speed of light? Like every year is 10 years. Yeah, I don't know what in pandemic times. I, I don't know. I just I know that's when it happened. So okay. Um, so Oliver and I get our eyes checked every year because he has crappy eyes too. Jimmy and every three months. <laughs> his 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 farsightedness. I mean, he's his. I don't know. He wears reading glasses. His farsightedness. He takes care of his nearsightedness. He claims whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, 
it's not about him for once. It's about me and my health. <laughs> so as I was, uh, you know, you get all those things. They, they, you look at this. You they look do at the, the hot puff. air balloon. They don't do the puff anymore. Oh, we discussed that ahead of time. For some reason, they don't do the puff anymore. I'm but so they, glad I hate the puff. Yeah, but they do all these other tests, and they take pictures of your eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And um, the doctor said you have a tear in your retina. What? So I'm getting like emergency surgery today to hopefully fix it because it could just come off. It could just detach. You don't want your retina to just come off. Tell yeah. us about the retina, Danielle. Like I don't know anything about it. All I know is that once again, because of age, my eyes are. I mean, I don't feel anything. Like it doesn't. You I have don't no have, symptoms. I don't have blurry vision. I don't have any symptoms he just looked at it you know and uh that's it so i have to go in and get it repaired today with a laser Ooh. so there won't be any physical stitches in your eye <laughs> no <laughs> they will not be sewing my eye up mo i my daughter you know had eye surgery and she had actual stitches oh she did yeah when she was like two I and remember a half she had surgery but yeah what do you mean how do they have stitches in your eyeball somewhere in there yeah you could see them no oh um well, it said they said laser, so I'm assuming. Well, I mean, I had laser eye surgery a million years ago, so I'm assuming for vision. For vision, so I'm assuming it's just that. As I recall, you can smell your flesh burning, so that's fun. What? Oh, yeah. Boy. So uh-huh. you're awake. Yeah, but they just numb the area. General. Yeah, like, and then I think local they... anesthetic. Local anesthetic is that what they call that? Yeah, it's not twilight. <laughs> not the twilight. <laughs> not sleep. getting into that again. Should we? Um, I think they clockwork orange your eyes, you know, (laughs) they like put them up and uh, yeah. And you can smell the flesh. That's all I really remember. Oh, they should do something. They should put like a something on your nose. They should put a a clothespin on your nose. I couldn't think of what that was called. I was like the thing to hang clothes. Right. What is that? Right. Just the pin. The pin to hang clothes. What is that? Just dig a hole and toss me in. Yeah. So that's what's going on in my corner of the world. Are you going to have soreness afterward? Discomfort. This is what's so weird because I didn't actually talk to the ophthalmologist. I have zero idea what this entails because I went to the optometrist just to get my eyes checked, and he's like, "Okay, you're going to need to take care of this." And I was imagining, "Okay, so I'll schedule an appointment tomorrow. I'll see if I can get in the next day." September twenty. Right. Exactly. And he was like, "Well, we're going to call the office right now and see if we can get you in." And I was like, "Oh, this is serious." Yeah. so I've not ever met the ophthalmologist. I have no idea. I mean, I just didn't wear eye makeup today, assuming you shouldn't wear makeup. But other than that, I have literally no idea what the recovery time is. I know I have to be driven home. I can't drive myself because I'll be dilated. My eyes, not my ears. Yeah. <laughs> She's crowning. <laughs> There's a baby coming out of my eye oh, from the hole. It's adorable. It's so cute. It's, it's an eye so baby. It's got really big eyes. <laughs> Okay, should we um, get into today's show? I'm so excited. I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, that was not even a, a segue or an, in, no. a, an indicator. So My segue um, brain is located right behind my retina. <laughs> and oh, so there's out. a whole... Yeah, it fell out. You don't have so your segue. So I can't segue. do a segue today. That's Sorry. okay. That's okay. Um, today we're going to talk about how to survive if you're taken hostage. Oh my God. And I have a lot of good tips for any audience member if they ever get taken hostage. I went to emergency.yale.edu. Okay. Forerunner and hostage information. Whoa. I also used WikiHow. Okay. Let's talk about what to do if you're taken hostage. Love it. 
First off, what do you think I'm going to say is the first thing you should do? Remain calm. Absolutely. Okay. Be polite and cooperate with your captors. Follow your captor's instructions once you're in captivity. Okay. So this is a situation where you've been kidnapped or it's a hostage situation like in a bank. You're, it could be either. Okay. So you're already in captivity. Okay. I'm not going to run through the whole how you can escape. This is already your because that's a different episode. Okay. Okay. Like how to escape an attempted okay. kidnapping. I think that's a whole other I ball think you're right. of yarn. And I think we actually have someone with a similar story. So we'll cover that yes. in a different episode. You're already kidnapped. You're already abducted. Okay. Take a measured approach to escaping, not an impulsive one. Start evaluating your surroundings rather than fighting to get away. Okay. If you're put into a vehicle while you're conscious, Try to pay attention to as much about the trip as you can. How long the car travels without stopping. The direction of any turns. Any sounds you notice on the road. Right. Right? The gravel. Yes, the gravel. Yes. So I was thinking about this last night when I was doing this research and I was like, I'm already dead. I mean, (laughs) I can't even like, remember when you, you you know, before uh, smartphones and you'd have to ask somebody how to get For somewhere directions? and yeah. they'd be like all right so you're going to go down to this roundabout right. you're going to take the third left two sharp rights and then another left at the stop sign and then you're going to see a church like i'm already your mind is blank it. i'm yeah. done i can't that kind of stuff i cannot remember i would insist on writing it down but even now if i go somewhere and i'm just just walking like where's the restroom and they tell me that my mind goes blank as soon as they say the first turn yes it's like, just like i'll find it cuz I, I cannot. It doesn't uh, stay. Capture the it's like memory. Yeah. The sponge brain is now a stone. That's right. It's just hardened. It's calcified. Yes. There's no more sponge left to absorb. Right. If you're in the trunk of a car, <laughs> yeah. Look for a glow in the dark handle that you can pull to release yourself from the trunk. Which I hope is, they is all. Is that common? I don't know, but I'm not okay. going to start locking myself in trunks to find no, out. No, that's I hope, a good point. I hope all the new cars are like this. Yes. If this release cord isn't present, try to kick out the taillights and wave your hands yes. to alert other motorists that you're trapped inside. Right. Can you imagine anything more terrifying no. than, than little hands coming out of a trunk? Or you're the hand. I mean, you're driving down the road, <laughs> and in front of you, you just see hands pop out where taillights <laughs> used to be. they're waving at you. Yeah, and they're just like... I mean, how do you wave to make it like a terror wave? Well, I think any hands coming out of taillights is going to be, you know, an alarm. I don't think anyone's going to think that's just a fun kid playing. No. You know. Good point. Yeah. Or that's like really bad parenting. Yeah, it's not great. Hey, kids, see if you can escape this (laughs) trunk. That's the game we're going to play. Right. Stay focused on survival. It might be really hard, but once you're taking cac, this is this is one of my favorites. Once you're taken captive, try to dig deep within yourself to find your composure. Uh, try. <laughs> okay. Don't shit yourself. Try to hold on to your dignity. Uh-huh. Whatever you do, <laughs> do not lose your dignity. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most important yeah, thing. I think that's really funny. That's yeah, like, don't lose your uh, dignity. Don't embarrass yourself. What a weird who is this written by? I mean, this is from the, the mom from the fifties. It's it's really it's like wear it's clean like, underwear. If it's you're like in an the accident. book of etiquette, you know, like yeah. those, those. Okay, when being kidnapped, be yeah. polite to your captors. What was that post? What was the book about etiquette? It was Emily like, Post. Emily Post. Yeah, this is Emily Post's guide to being kidnapped, to being held hostage. 
Rather than crying hysterically or begging <laughs> for you to let them, begging them to let you go, that, okay, maintaining your dignity will make you seem more human in your kidnapper's eyes, which may make them less likely to kill you. Okay. So I guess like a dignified person. I thought that you're supposed to mention personal things. That's coming. Okay. Right. Okay. Speak normally. <laughs> which I, don't so, don't affect a fake Cockney accent no, for no reason. I was going to say, Danielle, you're, you're, everyone loves your Australian accent. But keep it zipped up. Yeah. Don't try to entertain the hostages, <laughs> uh, the, the terrorists with your <laughs> array of accents. I was thinking about that yesterday because I was listening to a podcast where someone was Australian. And I was like, oh, is that why people make fun of my Australian accent? Because it's just so over the top. But don't people really talk like that? But then this woman didn't talk like that. So maybe. But I think I think I'm doing an accurate. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm doing an accurate accent. You are. But everyone laughs. So it must be just ridiculous. I don't think it is. I think it's just they there's a there's a. (laughs) So it's broad. It's it's broad. Well, it's broad. But it's also I do think that the accent is regional so that it's there's the more sort of dignified Oh, okay, so maybe accent. I'm doing like the white trashy. You're, you're doing the accent. you're the doing, southern part of Australia. Yes, you're doing the 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 guy who's out, you know, in the backwoods. You're doing the crocodile Dundee. Yes, but he was really Australian, so he wasn't. Yeah, making it up. No, you're doing it. All right, but you're yeah, you're doing the bigger one. <laughs> which I have so few talents in this world. I didn't want to be mocked for my Australian. But don't you? But you want people to laugh, I think. I don't know what I want. I just like doing it. I just like doing it. Okay. Well, we enjoy yeah. it. We're <laughs> laughing with you. So, but not in this situation. Not if you're being held hostage. No. Zip it up, lady. Yes. Do not complain. Avoid being belligerent and comply with all orders and instructions. So, don't be a Karen. Don't be, don't ask for the manager of the hostage. Yes, that's <laughs> your supervisor. Right. Can I see the person in charge? This gruel is cold. Yeah. Right. Right. When you're talking to the person who's abducted you or taken you hostage, speak softly and clearly. If you antagonize your captors, they may be more likely to attack or even kill you. I mean, that feels pretty common sense. I don't know. Do people need to be told that? I don't know. That? When I watch movies and the people like talk back to their... Yes. I'm always like, what the fuck are you doing? I know. I really don't understand it. But maybe some people do that. Well, tough guys. Yes. That's a that's a Harrison Ford, yeah, Liam Neeson yeah, move yeah, where yeah. they're just like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I sound... Karen, did I sound good? You Perfect. sounded exactly like Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson together, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. Liam Ford. Liam Ford, right here, <laughs> and they're like hung upside down, and and that's like right. three times after they've been waterboarded. Right. Try to connect with your kidnappers, Danielle. It can help to talk to your kidnappers about universal subjects like families, your hobbies, or sports. Do you like pickleball? By yes. It's very hot right now. <laughs> Hey, are you watching The Bear? <laughs> Carmi's a dirty little snack. What? Are you watching The Bear? I haven't started it okay. yet. I would like to very much. I watched the first episode and I was like, when did that guy get so hot? Why? What do you know him from? Well, I think he was from Shameless. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I've yeah, never yeah. seen Shameless. I only saw it walking through the room because Fen watched all eight seasons somehow <laughs> in our house without me seeing any of it. But My I, dad has a Shameless baseball cap that he wears. Oh! 
Oh. Everywhere all the time and we have no idea why. <laughs> we don't know where he got it, why he has it. He went to a shameless promotional event. I think he did. A pop-up store. Yeah. They, they had free uh, apps. And drugs. Aren't they like a drug? It's Isn't, a show a- about like, there's a lot of drugs in it, I think. That's and it I takes thought. place in like Chicago. It's like a sort of white trashy Chicago family. Okay. And I'm allowed to say white trash because it's my my people. Try to establish a relationship with your captors and get to know them, but don't pretend to support them. They're likely to see this as a ruse, which oh. could anger them. Okay, you got to walk a fine line here. Mm-hmm. Captors are less likely to harm you if they respect you. Okay. So, you know, that gets into line with that dignity stuff. <laughs> don't embarrass yourself. Don't. Stay cool. Be the cool girl. Okay. Be the girl who can eat the cheeseburger okay. on top of the car right. in a bikini. I sure, but still, if that's what they require. Perfect. Then that's what we'll do. If there's anything you want or need, like medication or a book, <laughs> calmly ask for it. It might help establish some rapport. A book? A book. Why would you need a book? I, I guess the hours are going. Yeah. Do you have like hostage escape strategies for dummies? <laughs> Not anything no related to <laughs> yeah, what's right. happening right now. Just I've been wanting to read it for a really long time. <sighs> During conversations with your captors, avoid the subjects of politics or religion, especially if you're being held by terrorists. Mm, thinking they might bring it up. Yes. More than you, but okay. Especially if you're American. Why or how would you know if they're a terrorist? Are they like, we're terrorists? What, I, what uh, separates... Well, Probably mm, that's a very good point. Maybe what they're wearing might indicate. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Um, if you don't have a lot of money, so you're not being captured for ransom, but for some other, you know, if if I'm not rich and I'm yes. being kidnapped, well, maybe this is not for a ransom situation. Maybe, I mean, not a monetary ransom. Right. Maybe this is a political hostage. So, okay, that's a good point. I maybe they tell you. Wherever you are. Makes like, a difference. Yes. Like if you're like. Too. Like a terrorist isn't really necessarily going to take over a bank necessarily, I guess. Right, but on you know a plane or a yeah hotel even I guess yeah These if Jack Bauer is around they're probably yeah. terrorists. Good points. Okay, I'm, I like everything you guys are saying. If you are if you have pictures of your family, you know uh-huh. in your wallet how we all keep that plastic <laughs> sleeve. Uh huh. You can even show them to your captors to help them see you as more of a person rather than just a victim because they're going to take your phone away. So oh, you yeah. wouldn't be able to show them You're on not the gonna, So I think everyone should have that plastic sleeve. Yeah. and le- But hopefully your kids are cute. Yeah. If, if, if they're not, you're kind of screwed, If right? they're not, maybe keep the original pictures that come with the sleeves. Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. Because those kids are always cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good idea. More photogenic. Mm-hmm. Observe some... Nope. Cut that out. Observe as much of your environment as you can. While you're in captivity, pay attention to every detail, how many people are holding you, their physical right. descriptions, and any exits in the place. You might spot something that helps you escape. You might be able to provide the authorities with key information. Right. Even if you're blindfolded or if it's Ooh. dark, you could pick up on sounds or smells. They can give you clues. For instance, if you hear a lot of traffic, you'll know that you might be able to help find them. If you can just escape the building. So, like, I was thinking about 
This could be a problem if you're held captive in LA, though, because it's like traffic everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. So what did you hear? Well, I heard traffic, helicopters. helicopters. You're in Van Nuys. It, it smells like fire and garbage. <laughs> so literally anywhere. Yeah, I can't. Like they're like, well, we can't really narrow that down. Yeah, anywhere I've lived in Los Angeles has had helicopters over it. Constant, constant. It doesn't matter which part of LA you're in. No, that's that's all the time everywhere. Not for me anymore. <laughs> Oh, right. You're not in L.A. No. Now I'm just surrounded by um, conservative weirdos. And suicidal hawks. or whatever. Yes, that want to yeah. eat my head. Do not admit to accusations if you're interrogated. In some cases, you might be taken hostage or abducted because your captors believe that you have information they could use for political or personal gain. Mm. No matter what they do, do not divulge any information they can that can be used against you. However... Do try to act like you're being cooperative. For instance, you might answer questions about your line of work without divulging your company's bank account numbers. Okay. Guys, I don't know about you, but like, if they start waterboarding me, yeah, I'm giving you. I'm, all you can have the all my company's bank account numbers. Sorry, Costco. Well, the, this is the other thing I don't. <laughs> this is the other thing I don't get when I watch movies and someone's being interrogated. Why don't they just lie? Hmm. Mm. Where's Vinny? I'll tell you where he is. Yeah, he's at McDonald's. He's somewhere really far where it's going to take you a long time to yes. figure out he's not there. I mean, I guess he's in Torrance. Right. <laughs> is yeah. Torrance really far? You were going to go. Not you were going to. You were going to go way. You were going to go. I was like, going to stretch Utah to another state. Yeah. Oh yeah, Vinny's in Utah. Vinny's in Utah. He's a Mormon. Right. And he's praying in Utah. Yeah, not drinking cola. Yep. <laughs> 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 yep. Yep. That's the best I had on that one. No, that's okay. It was I was just saying I I never understand why they don't just lie. But I guess because when they find out they're lying, they'll kill them. Then it's going to be really bad for them. But if they don't answer, they're going to kill them too. I would just I mean, if it's if it's not like where are your children? We want to get to your kids. If they're like what's your company's bank account numbers? Yeah. Here. Right. I don't care. Take it. Yeah. Right. Can, okay. I mean, I don't I think I'm just like I, I I'm going to be the person who gives them all the information. Yeah, immediately. I don't. Let's not even get to waterboarding. You know what? I don't. Yes. Eat, I don't like a sprinkle. I don't like when it starts no. sprinkling outside. Like, let's not even do. I don't want to get wet. You know what? Let's just. We all know I'm not going to enjoy the waterboarding. You're it's, not. It's. It's going to lead me to confess anyway. So let's just skip that step, and I'll tell you where where my company's uh, bank accounts are held. Yeah. What do you want to know? Yeah. I feel like you could get to that point immediately. Yes. That's like, what I'm saying. Once the yeah. gun comes out and they're ready to take you. What do you want to know? Yeah. I, I, right. I, I, I got a gun in my head. I can, literally have a gun in my head. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. I'll give you all the details. Yeah. If forced to present terrorist demands to authorities, either in writing or on tape, state clearly that the demands are from your captors. Avoid making a plea on your own behalf. What? So they're saying when you're, you know, making the tape, they're, they're going to make you make a tape, right? Or, or go on oh, oh. TikTok or, you know, they're gonna, you know, how they do it now is TikTok. Sure. Do this dance. You're going to say, <laughs> my captor, do this dance. Do the viral TikTok dance. And while you're doing it, you're going to demand $2 million. Right. Hold today's newspaper. Hold today's paper. Do this Tell dance. your employees at Costco that we want. You really think there's something nefarious going on at Costco? Well, in my in this hostage situation, I'm imagining I work for Costco. Okay. And they want everything. They from, want all the free samples. They want everything from Costco. Okay. P.S. I've never been inside of a Costco. 
Um, we didn't have those in Ohio, and then I just never went yeah. here. They're giganto. Yeah. I've been in Sam's Club. That's what yeah. Ohio has. So I get it. <laughs> You're in the know. I'm not blind to what they offer. Okay. Wait a second, I lost my train of thought. So, okay, you're doing the TikTok yeah. thing. Yeah. And you're supposed to say, while you're doing the dance, the TikTok dance, TikTok, you're doing the TikTok dance. You're doing the TikTok dance. You're supposed to say, all right, my captors are telling me I'm supposed to ask for $2 million. You're not supposed to say, I'm asking. Right. That's what they're advising. I don't know why this really matters, but you're, you're be like, just I so you know, this is totally not me. I mean, obviously, but I guess they they don't want a uh, uh, what's her face situation on their hands, uh, where the where you empathize with your capture, like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, but what's her face? Patricia Hurst. Thank you, Patty Hurst. We're yeah. gonna be getting into that. Okay, don't you worry. All right, find a way to communicate. If there are other captives, Danielle. Ah, uh, if you're taken hostage as part of a group, which sounds more fun. Yes. Or if you discover that your captives have also dis- abducted others, try to set up some way to communicate. Morse code. However, <laughs> avoid speaking openly amongst yourselves in front of your captors. Right. They may separate, restrain, or even kill some members of the group to subdue everyone. Oof. I don't think so, that would calm me down. Be quiet when the kidnappers are out of the room, right? Okay. Very Whispery quiet. words. Yes. Or you might tap out a message if you know Morse code. I mean, what are the chances Who knows that Morse two code? people in one room are going to know Morse code? Have you? Okay. And what is the plan going to be? Aside from like every like precocious child in an 80s movie. Yes. Does anyone no. know Morse code? No. Right? Maybe if you're in the military, but they probably don't even use it anymore. It's like, I saw these bracelets at this very overpriced, adorable shop the other day that were all like messages in Morse code. Ew. And it was like friendship, love, sisters. Let's let's get out the back. Yes. You dr- you drug the captor. Buy all those. Yeah. And then hand them out. Right. To your other. <laughs> Look, guys, I got a gift for everyone. So it just said what it was on the tag. It translated. It, it. was like beads. On the bracelet, and then they were, yes, it said on the oh. tag what which each one was. But I'm like, I don't know. This could be like those, you know, when people get those Japanese yeah, and it tattoos. Says, like, and you. I'm like, right. it could say just diarrhea. Right. It probably does. And the Japanese are like, we fucking fooled you. Yep. This is payback, motherfuckers. That's right. <laughs> it's payback. Yeah. Pearl Harbor, bitches. No, they attacked us on Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. But well, we paid them back with two nuclear weapons. And uh, then put them in, in a lot of camps. Well, those were the Americans, yes. Right. So, oh, so you're saying it's Japanese Americans who are... Are, like, doing these tattoos as a, right. a long... And they just all say like diarrhea. It's a long con. It's a long con. Right. All those tattoos say diarrhea. They got us. They got us. <laughs> they did. Oh, geez. I enjoyed that. A day that will live in infamy <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Okay. It may be helpful to set up a code word in case the opportunity to escape arises. Yeah. Right? Everybody has the code word. I'm going to try Nutella. That's a good one. Yeah. Or are you just saying you're going to try Nutella for no, like the I'm first time? No, I'm not going to try it. I'm going to try the word Nutella. Okay. Have you had Nutella? Um... It used to be like a basic condiment when Oliver was in school for bake sales. Okay. Like everyone was into Nutella. Um, But I don't think I've ever, I'm sure I've had 
it in a candy bar. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's existed in something. You haven't had I've it on toast. No. God, you'd love it. Oh, I'm sure I would. You would love it with a buttered toast Nutella on top. You would love Oh, your... butter and Nutella? <laughs> yeah. That's the way you do it. Look, that sounds really good. I know. That, that's, that's really good. Let yourself enjoy this experience at some point in your life. Yeah, okay. Good piece of bread, a little yeah. bit of butter, Nutella. Nutella. Don't do some weird diet butter either. No, I don't do diet butter. Okay, good. I would knock you off your socks. No, I don't do diet butter. That doesn't make sense. Okay. You, you would knock me off my socks. Yeah. Yeah. Prepare yourself to be held for a long time. Oh, shit. You yeah. know what I'm thinking. You're going to miss the season of Americans. No, not that. What? Pee. I'm going to have to pee every two seconds. Oh, yeah. They're going to think I'm lying. They're going to kill you. you. Like, they're going to kill they're you They're going to kill me right away. They're just going to be annoyed by <laughs> They're going to waterboard me with my own urine. You know what? Maybe they'll buy you some diapers, honey. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> I called you honey. <laughs> Maybe they'll buy you some diapers, honey. You know, because they, they're going to think I'm lying and I'm going to be like, you don't understand after a certain age, da, 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 I, had a, I had a vaginal birth, you know. Yes. Da, da, da. Yeah. I get it. Depending on the situation, you may be held for only a few hours, but you might be there for days, months, even years, Danielle. Holy shit. So as you begin to adjust to your situation, try to develop a daily schedule, tracking time by outside cues like birds chirping, temperature changes in the room. Oh, you're okay. going to be cold, Danielle. I'm going to be cold all the time. Or even your guards activities. And you're not allowed to complain. Mm, no. I know it doesn't seem very appetizing, but eat whatever food they give you so you'll stay healthy and strong. Right. And so oh. the tracking of time is to keep you sane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. to, like this regular schedule. So try to use flexing exercises like planks and squats to keep your muscles strong. Okay. They can be adapted to work even if you have a very small range of movement. So even if you're just in <laughs> kept in a box... You know? Your hands and arm, your hands and legs are tied, but do a plank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could. Uh, could do an elbow plank. Yeah. Do whatever. Why not? You know, finger planks. Finger planks. Toe planks. <laughs> Lift and lower your eyelids. <laughs> do some nose exercises. Okay. Ears. Oh, can you wiggle your ears? I cannot. Can you? No. I'm fascinated by people that can wiggle their ears. Can you, Garen? I don't think so. Well, probably not with those headphones. <laughs> All of oh, used to be able to do them. it. Used to be able to make them go up and down. I'm not saying he can't I anymore. That. I just he hasn't tried it in a long time. No, Your face not, is just moving. You're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love the answer. I don't know. Like you've got to this age and you don't know whether or not you can wiggle your ears. It's not something I've ever. You but you would that. know if you could like do I, it. I feel like I can, but <laughs> I was just trying it and I can't, clearly. Oh, so. You know what makes me so jealous are people that can raise one eyebrow. Oh, oh you just, you're doing it. You're the rock. I could do it since I was five years old. Uh, also, this eyebrow that I raised yeah. is actually higher than my other eyebrow. And I'm worried that I created that. You didn't. No, I think I'm just genetically lopsided. You have a very symmetrical face. No, I don't. To at me, all. you do. No, my f eyebrow is like a quarter of an inch higher than the other eyebrow. My eyes are different, but everything's different. Only because you're pointing it out, I can see it, but right. I would never notice that. Right. Can you do it? No. Me either. Really? No. Oh. I'm sad. I can't. I, can, I cannot do it. Meditation or prayer can be a good way to keep yourself mentally strong while you're being held. Mm. Fortunately, the longer your captors hold you, the more chances of survival increase. Wait a second. What? So the longer they hold you, the less likely they are to kill you. Okay, apparently. but that doesn't help you because you don't know how long it's going to be. Right. You don't know the end date. You don't know when you get You're there. You're like, oh, it's been a month. 
I've heard 30 chirpings. Yes. 30 rounds of chirping. So they're probably not going to kill me at this point. I mean. Okay. That, no, that makes sense. This is a weird one to me. Try to stay low to the ground or behind cover from windows or doors if possible. Oh. I was like, do they have rival hostage no, gangs? No, because if, if the feds come. Yeah. It's because they don't know who they're shooting at. Like, they don't know. Yeah. They're just like, bang, bang, bang. Right. I got to hit people. I don't know if I'm going to hit. You might get killed <laughs> by friendly fire. Right. Do not attempt to escape unless there is an extremely good chance of survival. Oh, okay. It is safer to be submissive and obey your captors. See, that that would be hard to accept. If you see an opportunity to escape and you're absolutely sure it can work, take it. However, if that's not the case, bide your time. I mean, that's one of those things that's really hard to gauge. Because you really don't. I mean, it's really going to be hard for you to know. Unless it's like, oh, they're all gone. They went to a movie. (laughs) They're going to see Taken because they love Liam Neeson. Right. They're going to be gone for two hours. They left this door open. I mean, right. I can just walk out. Why? Well, you hear those stories of people who are kidnapped for years. Yeah. Like a woman is, you know, kidnapped by some lunatic. Yes. And they have opportunities and they don't leave. But I think that's because they're so fuck mentally yes. worn down. Yes. But yeah, you're always like, why don't you just... But I think the fear has been just driven into absolutely, you. absolutely. Tracking and a tracking an abduction victim or negotiating with hostage takers can take a lot of work, so it's important to be patient and allow the authorities to find you. Similarly, if you gain access to a phone, only try to dial emergency services if you're sure you can do it unnoticed. Uh huh. So no DoorDash. <laughs> so you the only that you heard wasn't only if you're safe. Yeah. The only you heard was. Only call emergency services. Yep. As opposed to, don't I'm, just, hung, I'm peckish. Yeah. They're just and feeding I'm sick me vegan food. Yeah. I want, um, I want, I want Krispy Kreme to yes. deliver to me. I okay. haven't had a donut in forevers. <laughs> An exception to waiting for rescue is if you believe your captors are planning to kill you. For instance, if they suddenly stop feeding you. Oh. Or they feed you too much. Oh, and there's a big vat of boiling water yes. that they're slicing carrots into. Mm-hmm. And they're a wolf dressed like your grandmother. Right. I might be mixing stories right now. I was just thinking of Bugs Bunny. I love it. La-da-dee, la-da-da. You know, he's got like the thing. He's like scrubbing himself yes. in the pot of yes. water. And they're like slicing carrots and celery You know what's it. coming. Yeah. If they seem very nervous or scared, your life may be in danger. Oh, okay. It feels like they would just be nervous or scared. Like, unless they're professional. Maybe, maybe they're professionals well, look, at this. Well, look, I'm thinking it's a, it's a gang of different personalities. So there's the guy in charge. There's the, there's the shaky misfit guy oh, okay. who is nervous and scared. So, you know, you just get to, you, but you'll get to know them as time goes on. All right. All right. Maybe you can turn one of them. Yeah. You're going to have to take one as a lover. Okay. I didn't get, mean that, but sure. I mean, how else? You got to use your feminine right. wiles. Get ready. After a month of not shaving and bathing, I'm sure that'll be... Men are not that picky, honey. <laughs> Again with the honey. I don't think I enjoy this character. Aunt Chris is back. Aunt Chris, is that what you said? Aunt Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's not working for me. No. I'm going to drop it. All right. <laughs> if they seem nervous or scared, your life may be in danger and you should find any way out you can. If you do escape, get somewhere safe right away, like a police station or a crowded building. Okay. Okay. 
follow the authorities' directions if you're rescued. If you're found by the authorities, there will likely be several chaotic moments where they have to determine who's a kidnapper and uh, who's a victim. Uh, For your good. safety, get low to the ground with your hands behind your head or crossed in front of your chest. Don't run. Don't make any sudden movements. Akimbo? <laughs> yes. Okay. Akimbo. Okay. As the authorities secure the scene, they may handcuff and search you. Allow them to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them know that you've been abducted. That's a good tip for the abductors. Pretend, oh, yes. Right? If you're an abductor classic. listening. Classic, classic, classic. See a doctor for medical attention as soon as possible. Obviously. It's also important to talk to a mental health professional. Yes. Find a therapist who specializes in trauma. Don't they all? Yeah. I mean, but maybe there might specific. might be more specific... You know, I've been kidnapped, doctor. Are you guys ready for a story? Absolutely. So, have you ever heard about the kidnapping of Patty Hearst? I think so. You know, it's a little known story. On February... Endlessly fascinating, though. Endlessly. I am pretty fascinated by the story. In fact, I watched a documentary last night about yeah. it as well. Okay. You can find it on Amazon Prime. I, th- I may have seen it. I'm not sure. And it's called Gorilla something. I'm going to, I'll get, okay. we'll find it and I'll give you the actual name before we wrap up. Patty Hearst kidnapped by the Symbionese Liberation Army. Mm-hmm. On February 4th, 1974, Patty Hearst, the 19-year-old granddaughter of newspaper publisher William Randolph Hearst, is kidnapped from her apartment in Berkeley, California, by three armed strangers. Her fiancé, Stephen Weed, was beaten and tied up along with a neighbor who tried to help. Mm. So one thing interesting I learned when I watched the documentary last night is the way they found out where she lived and how she was was chosen was that one of the women in the Symbionese Liberation Army was going to Berkeley and worked in the registrar's office. Oh, shit. And they had a list. So she just looked her up. Well, they didn't even look her up. They had a list of potential kidnapping uh, victims of, like, who would be good to kidnap because of... Because they knew who she was. Because of who they were. And she was on that list as, like, a good subject because of who she was, Patty Hearst, and being, like, you know, this really wealthy person's granddaughter and daughter, because her dad was also very... You know, they're like one of the wealthiest families in America. And so that's how they got her information and why they targeted her. So, you know, a lot of these young people were connected to Berkeley at the time. Interesting. Okay. Witnesses report seeing a struggling Hearst being carried away blindfolded and she was put in the trunk of a car. God, if she would have listened to her podcast, she would have known. Neighbors who came out in the street were forced to take cover after the kidnappers fired their guns to cover their escape. Oh, so they weren't surreptitious really at all no it it wasn't that slick of an operation you know and another thing like listening to this uh, or watching the documentary last night you know they weren't so uh slick yeah okay well they're just a bunch of young they're young they're very idealistic you know before they started getting really violent they were people who grew up um who were like oh you know hitler were the hitler we saved um you know the world from Hitler and now our country is Hitler because of the Vietnam War they're thinking we're the bad guys now and they're so angry about Vietnam uh-huh. and you know the the two bombs that were dropped and right. all this killing and they're against it and they're protesting but now they're like we have to do bigger things because we're seeing all this poverty and, right. and racism and 
we want to fight to to change things, but we have to do big things. And that became uh, okay. terrorism, right? essentially, right. which nobody wants. Three days later, the Symbionese Liberation Army, a small U.S. leftist group, announced in a letter to a Berkeley radio station that it was holding Hearst as a prisoner of war. Four days later, the SLA demanded that the Hearst family give $70, 70, <laughs> $70 in food stuff to every needy person from Santa Rosa to Los Angeles. Right. This done, said the SLA, negotiation would begin for the return of Patricia Hearst. Randolph Hearst hesitantly gave away some $2 million worth of food. So hesitantly. Well, he at first their demands were just like basically feed every hungry person. Right. And he was like, I can't do that. Like, I can't meet the demand you're so asking So this was the for. grandfather? He was still alive? This was the father. I was going to say, he, William Randolph Hearst wouldn't still be alive in 74, right? So no, the, I don't think he was. I, this, okay. This was the father. Right. And I, I, there's a lot of footage you can watch in this documentary. Yeah. And they actually showed the food donation giveaway they'd put this guy in charge of it who wasn't connected to the family or the SLA and it became kind of a uh, almost a riot situation because it wasn't executed oh. well I think because it happened so fast so how could they plan so they're it well get, they're, they're on, in trucks giving out food and people are and people are fighting like people fighting are fighting over it. a right. turkey basically and and then that, that looked bad yeah and also whoops and then and then Patty's sort of in these recordings saying to her family, you know, you gave away bad quality food and you're not doing this right, which is also who knows, it's like the SLA is making her speak. Well, how, how long had she been kidnapped at, at this that point, point? It's not that long. It's like eight or nine days. So, yeah. So I don't know if she's already starting to turn or well, if the this turning is, just what is they... also this thing where it's like, does she really turn right or right. not? It's interesting. Right. So. They, the SLA says, this is inadequate. We want $6 million more. Uh, the Hearst Corporation says, we'll donate the additional sum if Patty's released unharmed. In April, though, the situation changes dramatically when a surveillance camera took a photo of Hearst participating in an armed robbery right. of a San Francisco bank. Right. And she was also spotted during a robbery of a Los Angeles store. She later declared in a tape, tape sent to the authorities that she had joined the SLA of her own free will. Okay. On May 17th, Los Angeles police raided the SLA's secret headquarters, killing six of the group's nine known members. Among the dead was the SLA's leader, Donald DeFries, an African-American ex-convict who called himself General Field Marshal Cinque, but he went by Sin. Patty Hearst and two other SLA members wanted for the April bank robbery were not on the premises. And this was a really pretty intense shootout. They show a lot of the footage in the documentary. Um, and it's it looks like I think it happened in Compton and a lot of people just who were bystanders or maybe letting them stay in their houses. It was like a lot of people got hurt. It was very. So they moved from Northern California to Southern California. They were. Yes. They, they were hiding out in L.A. OK. Finally, on September 18th, 1975, after Chris Carson. Wait, 1975? Yes. So she's been with them for a, a year I think oh, it, almost two years. It ends up being like 18 months, I believe. Yeah. OK. Jesus. After Chris Carson. Chris crossing the country with her captors or conspirators for more than a year, Hearst, or Tanya, as she called herself, was captured in a San Francisco apartment and arrested for armed robbery. Despite her claim that she had been brainwashed by the SLA, she was convicted on March 20th, 1976, and sentenced to seven years in prison. She served 21 months before her sentence was commuted by President Carter. After leaving prison, she returned to a more routine existence and later married her bodyguard. 
Her body. Go- oh, Who, okay. After she was out, she got a bodyguard. Right. She was pardoned by President Clinton in January 2001. Okay. So I think what's really interesting to observe when you actually watch the documentary is that as each um, progressive statement comes out by Patty, she sounds more and more on the side of her captors right. and their belief system. However, she's also, uh, you know, the, the part of what Stockholm Syndrome is, is that the longer you are in a kidnapping situation, the more you do associate with your captors right. as a sort of survival mechanism. Um, and her and they don't know as much, I think, back then about how that works right. psychologically on a person. So her family's like, we don't understand. And uh, her boyfriend, you know, she like breaks up with her boyfriend. It's all happening in the media, too, which is also really so fascinating weird. because they're like all communicating back and forth through the media. But they can never find her. They're not trying to, though, because they know oh. that could put her in danger. So they're sort of letting the SLA dictate the terms of this whole thing. So they're not really searching or at least they're not announcing it in the media because they don't want the SLA to hurt her. Oh, okay. You know. So having watched and and read about it, what what impression were you left with? Did she was she just survive was she just was it just a matter of survival? Did she really believe? I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I think she did what she had to do. Right. In but the, she in the situation. She was probably by herself sometime in those 18 months, no? I think she had multiple um, opportunities to leave easily so, okay. um, that she didn't take. Her, her, um, she did write a book about it, and she says now she was raped oh. and held in a closet. Right. And very much was a victim. And she talks about how even in that footage of the bank robbery, she there was another person with a gun on her the entire right. time. I remember that claim. Okay. So, you know... Uh, my tendency to believe her is stronger than that she just was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be with them now. But also, when you're 19, you're also very true. young and unformed, and I could easily see her being like, yeah, my family is yeah, wealthy and right, terrible, and right. America is awful, and we should help A lot of 19-year-olds think that yeah, way. So, yeah, like, these guys are right, and we should do these things, and getting swept up in something kind of yeah. beyond her... Um, ability to you know she was pretty naive yeah and, and and also sheltered sheltered in this insane wealth and privilege and then her wealth and privilege just worked out for her because no one else I mean if this would have been oh you a, mean because she only did yeah if this would have been a, if this would have yeah. been a, a person of color yeah yeah right there's no way they would have gotten right. out in you know two years and then yeah. a presidential pardon. I encourage everyone to watch the documentary, read more about the story. Yeah, it's fascinating. so fascinating. All right. Well, we will be right back with our guest. I can't right wait. Right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle! Christine, did you have a good break? Sure. Got some chocolate? I got some chocolate. I went to the restroom. You know, the use. Everything is working out for you. Do you know that like once a day, I'll be like, huh, how did I get chocolate on that? 
Because <laughs> I'm just like constantly. I love that your life involves that much chocolate. It, it involves that much dark chocolate. And then Gosh. I'll just be like, oh, fuck, there's another piece of galandria I gotta spray. But you're gonna live forever. Does chocolate make you live forever? It's good for dark chocolate? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's very good for you. I think it's it high in anti inflammatory. Sure, sure. It also gives you a headache if you if you have too much. So you've learned that from experience. Yes, yes, yes. You can't have too much dark chocolate. Okay, well. I mean, you can have too much dark chocolate, so don't have too much because it'll give you a headache. And this has been a tip. How was your. <laughs> how to survive? How was your break? I try to call a pediatrician. My life is full of sexy moments. That's very exciting. Didn't work out. Yeah. Because our guest came in and I didn't want to be rude. Uh, So in the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive a hostage situation. And now we have Oscar Montoya here. He's going to talk to us about being held hostage on a commercial shoot. It sounds like. You guys know Oscar from the Minx. Amazing show, Minx. We've actually talked about the show. Not even knowing we would ever meet you. Oh, really? on the this show, show. yes. How about how it. much we love it. We love it so much. Yeah, get out of here. No, no, we love it. It's so good. <gasps> it's Oscar plays delightful. Richie, the photographer, yes. and you just told us you're coming back. Yes, I am. And yes. you're shooting. You guys are shooting soon. It's very soon. Oh my gosh! Second Within season. Weeks. Yes, we're doing it. I'm so glad that you introduced the show correctly. I've <laughs> Manx. Do people say Manx? People say the Manx. Oh no, <laughs> that's like a grandmother's way of introducing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Have you watched the Manx? The Manx. So Absolutely. many penises. And it's I would say ninety percent of any interview that I'm in or any podcast that I'm yes. guesting on, it's like oh the Manx. I'm like you've never seen the show. I was to say they don't watch they it. They don't then. watch yeah. it. I had oh. one interviewer. <laughs> say oh and please welcome the star of the jinx oscar Montoya. Yes. i'm like no, <laughs> no, no, he's, no. He's a mur- i'm i'm the murderer yeah, he's a murderer i kill them all of course <laughs> of course uh, <laughs> everyone i was like oh no no, no. oh it's my just god it's you just say you just say you're the star of spanx <laughs> that's just, yes I'm the star and of spanx. that would honestly you spanx, spanx? <laughs> call me call me <laughs> Um, well, thank you. What, what a nice lo- thing to say. We, well, we, we, love we might be the we might be your publicity team <laughs> and, uh, and your target audience. I swim at a place where you guys shot. No way. At the country club where you have this. Are you serious? No, I saw that and I was like, that's that's where I swim with my kids. We and shot and there were people there. I mean, they didn't close a country club. Oh, that's club, hilarious. But so did they, they were... put them in period clothing or no. they just didn't shoot around? We them? Had to they shoot were already dressed them. that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that place is frozen in time. <laughs> yeah, you said they're very conservative over there. Wait, that's. No way. Yeah. So every it's a beautiful place. I go, you know, so we're there every weekend because it's so hot. Yes. And I, every time I see another mom, I'm like, are you watching Minx? It's a and, lot of and, penises, and they, but yeah. it's great. <laughs> and they say, you mean the minx? And they're yeah. like, the minx? I love the minx. <laughs> yeah, she told me, yeah, they shot at my country club. And I'm like, you have a country club? First of all, she was about? like, how are you? What? What? You're not a country club person. But I was like, wait, it's not like that kind of country club. It's very <laughs> weird it's very and cool. cool though. It's yeah. very retro. weird and very cool. Yeah. I love that. That was when, because that was in the second episode, that was the very first thing we shot when we came back after the pilot mm-hmm. you know, oh. passed. And all oh, that. wow. So it was really cool to be shooting there. It was so hot, though. Oh, it's a million and degrees. And I was wearing oh. that Polyester. sailor outfit. Oh, yeah, that's right. That sailor outfit. amazing. But yes. So I have, I have tattoos all over my arms. So oh, do they have I to have cover two, them? Or? Yes, I have two oh, hours wow. of makeup coverage. Two hours? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, and it was so hot that it was melting. The makeup was melting off my arms. And I was like... 
oh no. So it was quite an ordeal, but it was fun and it turned out great. And it was then, so good. Yeah, you can it see my tattoo. So, that so good. So this is, a, I'm assuming, a good working experience for you, this show. Absolutely. It's heaven. Yes. But you, as an actor, have had not so great experiences. Wait, what? You had <laughs> in you show imagine? business? I know. You've had not great experiences? Uh, can you believe it? I can't relate, it's but. <laughs> Danielle, can you relate to that? No, we're just doing this for kicks. <laughs> we are, we're a gajillionaire. She belongs to a country club. Right. It's yeah. all worked out for me, yeah. but, uh, and I've only had wonderful, pleasant experiences on sets. Yeah. Been told I'm very talented, funny, beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. All my jokes have been amazing. I love, I was on a, I, I write for game shows one. Mm-hmm. I write for game shows sometimes. And I remember once, <laughs> I'm almost never on the set because they don't need us, which is great. Because I, it, what's more boring than being on the set <laughs> of, a, of game a game show? show. <laughs> and I just remember someone going, "Who wrote this?" Oh, oh god! And I was, you know, at that yeah. point, you're not even offended. You're just like, "Oh my god, this is hysterical!" Oh, no. Or just like I remember red lines across <laughs> on my scripts and lame in big red letters across it. That happened. That's hilarious. So you know, easy. Yeah, easy biz- easy it's an easy career business. that we've chosen. It's for great ourselves. for like the most deeply sensitive people. Yes, right. <laughs> and then to tell you, you have to have a really thick skin. And you're yes. like, I, that's the literal opposite of what all of us do have. You, do you crave approval from strangers? <laughs> then you should go into this business. Yes. That will completely shit on you every, every chance it gets. Every chance. chance it gets. Absolutely. Continuously. Even when you're doing well, yeah. you're still yeah. constantly being told oh, yeah. things are wrong with you. It's a roller coaster ride, truly. <laughs> So what is this story? Yes. What, oh my gosh! What, okay, paint, paint the scene. It's are y'all ready for literally the in, most insane story? Yes, yes, of that's all what time. we live for. Yes. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I have had a recurring dream. It starts this. It starts really weird. Okay, I've had a recurring dream since I was five years old, where I am on a cliff and I fall off this cliff. Okay. And it's a very visceral, like it's a very vivid dream. That I would call it a nightmare, I guess, at this point, where I fall down this cliff and I am hitting every rock as I go <gasps> down. I can hear my bones snap. Oh, oh my God. And as I'm falling down, my only thought is I never made it to my 29th birthday. Oh. Okay. Since I was five years old. And is there any, did your father die when he was 29? No, is there no, any, like, any reason for 29? No. Okay, it's no. developed a really, I mean, an intense fear of heights for me. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't do roller coasters. I can't, like, I can't do any of that stuff. Okay. Just being on, like, the penthouse floor of a building, like, I just, I can't do it. I'm okay. Like, no, no, no. Um, so, anyway. Fast forward, you know, so like I spent my entire life being like, well, I guess I'm one of those people that is just going to die early. Um, you I, think you're Kurt Cobain. <laughs> except lamer. Wasn't he twi- isn't 29 the age like, when all those I rock stars died? 26 oh, or 27. Okay. 27. Yeah, 27 Club, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, so, you know, as I was getting closer to that age, I was like, maybe it's a metaphor for something. I don't know. Maybe my life will change. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. So... Anyway, oh, and there was this like one th- one weird moment that happened where, and I'm not like a superstitious person at all. I've never been one. Um, but there was this lady that stopped me in the middle of the street in Queens, New York, which is where I'm from. And she stopped me. She's like, I'm sorry. I just have to give you a reading right now because I just feel your aura. And as a, a cynical New Yorker, I'm like, 
yeah. get at it. Yeah, I'm yeah, walking like, in. Like, right, right, right. Like, I didn't like, ask for this. Yeah, I was like, get what? what is this scam? And the first thing she told me was, she's like, you think you're going to die before 29? That's not going to happen. And what? I was like, come on. I kid you not. I was like, oh my God, this is. And then she like, I was like, okay, I'm sold. What do you got to tell me? Yes. And then she gave me some weird thing. She was like, I'm going to work with hair. Like, I'm going to be a hairdresser or something. I was like, okay, I feel like that's profiling me. Yeah, I was um, going to say, I was going to say. <laughs> I, like, okay, I look gay, but like. Either okay. that um, or or you're going to decorate home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a feeling. Yeah. I just have a feeling. You're going to be a straight girl's best friend. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, whatever. This, anyway. Um. So, I start acting at around, what, 26, 27 or whatever. And one of the first things I book is this Verizon non-union commercial. Okay. It's non-union. So, that says a lot, right? Yeah. Um, so, I p- part of the audition was to... Um, they were specifically looking for, because the very first commercial I ever booked was a Fleischmann's baking yeast commercial. And they were looking for real bakers. I have never baked anything in my entire <laughs> okay, life. Right. I've never touched a kitchen. I don't know what that even looks like. <laughs> but I did Google how to make bread before the audition. Yeah. And I just like repeated what I read yeah. about. And I ended up booking it. So that was the very first uh, job that I booked. That's how you um, hustle, people. That's how you hustle. So you did, did your Chiron say, Oscar, real baker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows much. the three actual <laughs> bakers. Do not attempt at home. Um, and then, so th- I think my my reps were like oh my gosh okay like let's send him out for all these like real people that can do stuff so they were looking for someone who had extensive bungee jumping experience and you are terrified of heights and i'm terrified of heights Uh but i was like listen i can't say no at this point i can't say no to an audition i have to say yes um and the other thing too that i've been told is if you want to survive at this industry in the commercial world, you have to say yes to everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you, if they ask you to ride a horse, you know you've right. been a pro at riding horses. Right. If you know how to, pl- uh, if you don't know how to fly a plane, you lie and say that you are a pilot. You <laughs> yes. have a plane. That's how you got here. Right. Um, <laughs> so just taxied in for this audition. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know, I go in and they're like, "Oh yeah, so like, what's your experience?" And I was like, "Oh, I've been doing it since since I was 17, just straight up lying through my teeth." Nervous, but also pretty confident that I wasn't going to get this job. Right. Because I'm like, what What are the chances? I get a call back. I'm like, okay. I go in there. They ask me a bunch of questions. Uh, lie. I absolutely lie. I like Google, of course. Yes. That's, my, uh, that's how I book things, I guess. Uh, and then I end up booking the job. Okay. I'm terrified. Yeah. Because you have to bungee jump in the commercial? Well, I don't really know what the spot is. Oh, they were okay. just like asking me, like, so like how long have you been doing it? Like what are the ropes that you use, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're like the strongest ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ones that don't break. Um, so, you know, it's the day of the shoot and I'm at this place in New Jersey. I'm at a park in New Jersey. Um, all the way up up this hill in New Jersey Um, and I'm there and suddenly it dawns on me my birthday's on April 12th Uh, we shot this commercial on April 5th I believe uh, 
when I was 28 years old. Oh shit. Oh gosh. I have I didn't even think about it until I got on set. I remember getting my makeup done. Oh, and the, and the spot is I'm at the edge of the of the bridge where I yeah. jump off. Yeah. Uh and I say <laughs> <laughs> I trust my phone service with my life and then I jump. Uh and in the spot like the rope isn't attached or something and it's like haha like get a better service essentially. Um Haha, ha, the character's dead? Yes. Okay. You know, <laughs> death is funny, right? Seems really, uh, <laughs> seems really edgy for a phone commercial. Yeah. Well, non-union, right? So, okay. um, so I'm like, wait a second. This cannot possibly be it. There is no way that my recurring dream has been a warning. Prophecy. Of some, like a yeah. prophecy. Like, what? what's going on? Now I have a choice to make. I'm either uh-huh. like, do I just freak out and run out of here? Do I say like, right. I'm sorry, I can't do this. Mm. I had a dream where the I died here. The prophecy has spoken. <laughs> right? Also, P.S. I've never bungee jumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I've been lying to you. Or do I just like do the shoot yeah. and just pray that it was right. just a yes. weird coincidence? Get this credit and this little tiny bit of money. Get, yeah. Exactly. Very tiny bit of money, yeah. You know, and uh, you know the the that's all going through my head. And I'm after my makeup. The the there's like a guy who's like telling me how to use the rope and like the right way to do it. Oh, I am Jesus. not paying attention the entire time. I'm just thinking it doesn't matter. I'm gonna die today. <gasps> like oh, I just God. can't get it out of my head. I'm like this is the day. This is the day I'm gonna die. I have fully resigned myself to die. A commercial shoot but if you were so sure why didn't you leave because i didn't want to inconvenience people <laughs> <laughs> also because i was like what there is no way like how there's no way there's no way so there's right no you're way. like it can't like be you, real shoot yeah right? like there's you 100 no believed it and 100 percent was like this is that way i get it yeah, I get absolutely it. yeah so just to just to be on the safe side i asked a pa to take a picture of me and i have that picture and i will show you the picture <laughs> oh i'm so happy of me being like this is the last moment of my life this is my last this is the this is the picture people Jesus. will see on the news report right oh like, my god this is the picture i want blown actor. up at my funeral <laughs> At least you were wearing makeup. At least I was wearing makeup. It didn't look like I was. And I was definitely smiling. I remember smiling in the picture. I did not look like I was smiling in the picture at all. And I was fully like, okay, this is it. I fully resigned. Um, They're like setting it up. They're setting up the lighting. And um, we go, we like do like a little run through. They're like, you're not jumping here. Just saying the line and then you go. And I'm struggling with the lines so hard. Like, I can't get the lines right. And they're, like, mad at me. Uh-huh. Uh, Because I look down and I straight up panic. I, like, panic. Because yeah. it is so high up. Um, and oh. I was like, I'm sorry. I just need, like, 15 minutes. And they're like, okay, you have 15 minutes. So I'm, like, trying to psych myself up yes. for my death. Uh, also, because you have to bungee jump. That <laughs> is, like, your worst and I have, fear. <laughs> and I have never done it before but oh my never god can it. i just say how funny it is that an actor's <laughs> as an actor of course your death would involve not only plumbing to your death but fucking up a line it's <laughs> yeah. so funny listen i had to have it in one take because uh, yeah i'm i couldn't do it again yes that's right you're um, not gonna do it a second time so as i'm getting ready i was i'm like psyching myself up and being like it's 
fine. There is no way this is going right. to happen. Park rangers show up. Uh, uh, they drive oh, up. And kay. they're like, they come out of the car and they're asking people, they're like, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, we're shooting a commercial. And they're like, okay. They're like looking around. They're seeing all the bungee cords. And they're like, do you have a permit for this? And they're like, yes, we have a park permit. We, right. we can shoot here. And they're like, no, no, no. Do you have a permit to bungee jump here? And they're like, no. No, we don't. And they were like, you need a permit to bungee. You can't just bungee jump. They're like, oh, we just assumed that we could do whatever we want because we have the space. (laughs) And the rangers were like, no, 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 hold on. So they leave. They come back. They're like, how long is that rope? (gasps) Then they measure it. They leave. Uh They come back and they're like, we're shutting it down. Holy shit. The length of the rope was longer than the <gasps> height of the cliff. Oh, get the my fuck God. out of town. Are you kidding me? No. But didn't they have I know it's non-union, but didn't they have a bungee yes. jump expert there? Sure, to teach me how to jump, but, but not which to you didn't need measure you... the length of the bungee. <gasps> oh my god. Needless to say, that Oscar. shoot was completely canceled and I survived and I swear to you I have never had that dream since. Uh, oh, my And you God. got paid, I hope. For the day. They had to pay for the day. Sure, yeah. They didn't... I, I assumed... That's that, First insane. of all, that's just mm-hmm. so bananas. Oh, my God. That woman on the street was right. She was right. She was wrong about a bunch of other stuff. Well, yeah. maybe not. May, I, might, I might become a hairdresser in the future. Yes. Who knows? Um, or you might play one. Or I might play oh, one. Oh, right. in your Oscar-winning yes. role. Wait a second. Hold Wait on second. one second. Because I did, in, on Minx, I did do Joyce's hair in that one yep. scene. That's true. And I also did Shelly's hair in that other scene. So maybe she was right. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, she wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. I am gay. <laughs> That's why she had to stop it. She was like, Sorry, you're she's gay. Like, I'm I have gonna, to I'm going to get at least a couple things right about this guy. Um, I got to do some practice. I'm warming up. Yeah, exactly. Warming up for my day. <laughs> you. So confidence builder. Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to get past the fact that. They wouldn't go to a place where they do yes. bungee jumping. I assumed it was a place that would have. It was just nearby to where we were. And, and the... I feel like it's more expensive to shoot at a bungee jumping place than just a random yeah. place. But this is for a major corporation. Yeah, but also. But non-union, right? But it's non-union. It just could have been like film school guys who were like, we're going to do a spec commercial. True. Right? Can't they just. Anybody and can also, do a spot. Right. And also, I have. In my experience, you know this, right? Like, some of the most disorganized shoots have been with, like, big money. I've done tons of commercials. And the bigger the brand, the more chaotic Oh, is that right? Yeah. Absolutely. People do not know what's going on. Why? Because there's too many people involved? I think it's because it's too many people and they all think that they're correct. Okay. So they're, like, unwilling to talk to each other. There's a lot of miscommunication happening. Like, it's... It's the Wild West. It's the Wild West. Okay, this... uh, Okay, so getting back to that day, that moment, 
They tell you it's it's canceled. It's canceled. Were you just relieved beyond belief? Were I was so pissed? relieved. Were you? I was mad. I was, of course. Well, I was mad at myself for not trusting myself. Oh, okay. Then yeah. I was like, oh my God. Well, it was like clearly like some, you know, these guardian angels showed up in the form yes. of these rangers. Like, you know, because otherwise, like I would have died. Like a hundred percent. There's no way I would have survived. Well, maybe I would have survived that, but no, I don't think so. Did you approach your life differently or what you were just you said you didn't have the dream anymore but yeah i think so i mean i think it like opened me up to not caring about really like doing stuff i like i've been a i've been a lot more like carefree about my life absolutely you that's know? fantastic like most yeah. people would be like i'm life is precious and i'm like well, i don't i'm supposed to be dead right now right, so i'm just right. gonna like do whatever i want live take for the myself risk. you know yeah take the risk exactly and it's Holy like you know gosh. i've been very knock on wood very successful yeah with my career and that and i and i owe it all to me being just like just doing it you know almost dying bungee um, jumping <laughs> jump bungee jumping i can't even believe that the park rangers I, I i could see them shutting it down i can't believe they had the frame of mind to go oh we need to measure the rope absolutely because they went down so i'm sure they like talked to somebody who uh, was like, okay. can we get these people a bungee cord license and they're like sure just measure, measure the, the rope, rope or whatever yeah and they're like, okay, great. Let's go up and, and ask them. Well, they probably learned that from other people who died. Died in the park? Yeah. Or other places. Because those rogue bungee jumpers, right, who just show up at That's bridges with Is their own ropes oh. and no, no yeah. permits. And yeah. so park rangers have to be on the alert for that kind of stuff. And then, you know, people end up dying. Absolutely. Have you uh-huh. since... Bungee jumped. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> not that carefree. Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, not that carefree. I'm still terrified of heights. No, I I I don't like heights and I'm not an adventuresome person. I would skydive before I would bungee jump. You would? Bungee jumping scares the fuck out of me. Okay, so what what's the delineation of jumping off a plane and then jumping off a cliff? I think A, I think there's probably some joy to be had from jumping out of a plane the actual experience whereas bungee jumping just seems painful and it seems like a prank it seems it just seems like it's like on your own body yeah like it you seems know? like it would hurt like i'm doing this mean thing to yeah, you yeah your body's like well i'm free falling nope nope anyway um we cannot thank you enough for being here and telling us this story <laughs> thank you. well thank you for that was like me. because usually like we have stories that are like embarrassing or but this had everything the story had this every had element it was genuine fear fear um a possible paycheck hilarious <laughs> intrigue supernatural mystery supernatural, supernatural yes mysticism mm-hmm. uh life change mm-hmm. i am just uh, like you, this is everything we want in a story it's, yes you really brought it you brought it Thank oscar you. well you have a space for me to bring it to, so thank you for that. Yes, we that's, tried. That's we just tried. My to. lord! <laughs> and but were you ever afraid to lie about your special skills? Yes, after I don't. That? I do not do that anymore. You're like I don't I do accents. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> and I don't. And I really do not. And people are like, wait, but you, you know, English is my second language. So they're like, don't you speak Spanish? And I'm like, yes, but I cannot do a Spanish accent. You can't. I cannot. Wait a second. Every accent I do sounds like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then, literally after that spot, I booked a another commercial where I'm 
driving a motorcycle. That's what? hilarious. And, they're and they were looking for actual real cyclists. And I show up, and I don't even know, I didn't even know this. I was like, I'm gonna show up. And they're like, hey, so thank you for all these like actual authentic <laughs> cyclists that show up. Please tell us the motorcycle that you have. And I was like, this is a, this is a joke. <laughs> and I, that's, I was so over it, I was like, I don't have, I've never ridden a motorcycle, I'm so sorry. I ended up booking the spot. Jesus wow. Christ. And it's because and your ability truly, to not do things I know. works out for you. Meanwhile, there is a breakdown for a huge commercial where in the breakdown they say we're looking for Oscar Montoya types. Oh, literally, wow. Literally. And I'm like, oh my, I'm You're getting like, text from I'm friends. getting I'm my like, own type. I was just like, I've made it. I've yes. made it. Of course. This is what it feels like to yes. be successful in, in in didn't get a call back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Didn't get a call. Wait, back you to call, that you spot. probably walked in and were like, "I'm here." Oh, I felt it's so me on the type. I was yes. Like, oh, I'm. They're like, slate your name, and I was like, "I'm Oscar Montoya." They're like, "Oh, you're the Oscar Montoya," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> didn't <laughs> you can didn't even stop get a call back. calling yeah. people in now? <laughs> Share it up. That I'm here. Is his, well, how could you not? <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. That's amazing. Wild. Yeah. Okay, well, we have to end on that because that was freaking brilliant. <laughs> I can't wait to see those spots. We'll look at our yes. up. Oh my God, Oscar, thank you so thank much you. for coming thank in. Thank you. Thank you we, for me. We will be watching Minx as soon as it comes out. We can't yes. wait to see it. Yeah. Do you know when it'll come out? Sometime next year. Yeah. Hmm? Who knows? Well, good luck. To, are you still doing commercials? Um, yeah, yeah, every right. once in a while. Yeah, I saw you pop up in a commercial. Yeah. And I was like, that's Oscar from Minx. That's right, yeah. I'm in the, yeah. uh, currently in the uh, Jack in the Box commercial. All right, I'll look for, yeah, out for it. Yeah, very cool. Nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. All right, well, we will be right back with what did we learn today? Danielle. Christine. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? 100%. Me too. The retina converts light that enters into your eye into electrical signals your optic nerve sends to your brain, which creates the images you see. It's a key part of your vision. <laughs> oh, great. The retina is the layer at the very back of your eyeball. All right. It generally takes about two weeks to heal after retinol tear surgery, but you can usually resume normal activities within a few days. Okay. This so, is all good to know. You know what? Listen to some podcasts. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. So you could hear... Oh, I got one. Yeah. Ours. Okay, it sounds good. You may not know it, but every passenger car built after 2002 has a trunk release mechanism built into the trunk. Right. I think we did learn this. Hey, don't get kidnapped by people who have cars older than 2002. That's a good point. Right? Or if you're doing the kidnapping, pick an old car or wrap that shit up. Wrap that shit up. That's right. I think that's a good piece of advice for in general. Yeah. Wrap that shit up. This is the most important. Mm -hmm. Do not lose your dignity. <laughs> you know, maybe that should be our new show theme. Do Instead of remain calm, do not lose your dignity. Rolls right off the tongue. Remain dignified. <laughs> <laughs> Get to know your captors. Share recipes. Talk about their kids' accomplishments. Perhaps pickleball tips and tricks. I love it. Might as well learn Morse code. Might as well. Hey, you could do that while you're recuperating. While I'm recuperating you from my eye surgery? Okay. There's probably a good uh, podcast. It's, oh, Duolingo Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Dot, dot, dash, dash, dot, dot. Oh, it's so cute, That's the, the cute, voice. That's the cute voice, yeah. 
Then well, there's also this voice. Dot, dot, dash, dot, dash, dash. The Dracula of there language. There is a voice like that, yeah. And I then there's a, a bored girl who's like, dot, dot, dash, dot, dash. That's kind of how Patty Hearst sounds. Oh, really? She, she, I definitely... No I, affect? I was fascinated by how in the 70s, uh, women already sounded like valley girls. That huh. had that kind of like California voice. Oh, yeah. That's when it started, I think. I loved it. Planks and Prayers. <laughs> the Doc Gorilla, The Taking of Patty Hearst, is streaming on Amazon Prime. Great. William Randolph Hearst died in 1951. Right. So, yeah, he was, he was, he was way dead. Yeah. dead. Way dead. So dead. Studies show that dark chocolate, when it is not loaded with sugar and saturated fat, is indeed a heart-healthy chocolate treat. And more! Dark chocolate is rich in disease-fighting antioxidants. Studies show it can help reduce blood pressure and lower your risk of heart disease. I'm so healthy. (laughs) Hey, no one's saying you're not. I mean, there's sugar in the ones I eat for sure, but I, I eat pretty dark, not like crazy. Not like baking sugar? Not like 80%, yeah. Baking chocolate? Right. Don't do that. You know what, guys? We love you. So much. We appreciate your listening. We love your your reviews have been so lovely and wonderful. We love your comments on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for your support. You can find us at Pod How to Survive. You can send us an email at podhouse.com. I can't say a Oh, no, you look so defeated. You were doing so good. I know, that's why. I was like on a real roll with saying words. (laughs) And then I got all chopped up. Chopped up. You got got potted up. I got potted up. Podcast, howtosurvive at gmail.com is where you can send us any stories you want to tell. Because we love the stories. I think we're going to do a whole episode of just emails because we we are backed up. That's true. That's true. But until next time. Remain Remain calm. calm.